Hey guys, welcome back to the Heavy Heart Show. It's Yuru's and Michael. How's it going? Take it away, Yuru's. Um, I remember a few weeks ago we talked about the whole Amber Hood. Um, well, a few a week ago she was mm-hmm. found uh, guilty. Yes. Um. Um, defamation. Defamation. Um, and she has to pay how much? It was several million. It was like I think over 50? over fif- over fifteen million, from what I heard. She was fined fifty, but I think the judge might have decided a little lower than fifty million. So I heard it was. It was like I heard over. at least fifteen. I heard charges. it was over fifty. Really? Yeah. It could be. Um. At least 10, and that's plenty. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah, so I kind of feel bad for her because everyone is bashing her, talking about her. Um, I think we should have a little bit, you know, empathy. Uh, we know she's, you know, justice has done, you know. But yeah. we just have to. Now that it's over. Yeah, now that it's over. We should just, you know. Not be mean about it. Yeah. I agree with you. I think it's hard to disagree with you on that. I think the danger is that of, um, you know, dogpiling on someone like that in the media and the court of public opinion is that it can, you know, I don't know. It's not that she was innocent or that when I actually listened to the court, or I listened to the trial, she seemed innocent or that it sounded like she was innocent. But it made the public less likely to even investigate by going and actually watching the trial. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. I agree. What else did you say about the trial? Um. Now there's a. A toilet paper ad of her. Yeah, the Babylon Bee released a mock article about uh, how Amber Heard has got a, sp- a sponsorship deal from Charmin. Toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. But yeah, that was funny. It's only funny because she, you know, lied. Yeah. About him being a f- physical abuser. Yeah. Or an abuser in general. And it seemed like he was just a you know, sinful human like everyone else. Not an actual like abuser. Yeah, he was just the but victim. Could he have been? I honestly don't know. I couldn't hear through all the media stuff saying like, Ooh, Johnny Depp's like cracks up with his lawyer. Amber there was no like there apparently Johnny Depp did nothing wrong the entire trial. Or if he did I didn't hear it about it. Yeah. 
But that could be the case. You know, it could have been just that bad. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Yeah, now it's over. Yeah, now it's over. That was it, because I was trying to wrap that up for everyone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Recently, we've been seeing in American culture, I think mostly on the West Coast, there's a rise in occultism and occult practices, such as the most common would be probably like tarot cards, palm reading. Um, You know, I would go so far as to say like practices of, you know, false religions are usually very occultish. Yeah. But we'd like to discuss just one of them with you guys. Yeah, but, like, I remember people, you know, doing tarot cards or asking, like, oh, have you ever uh, spent the, like, you know, those, the cult, you know, the witches, whatever thingy, you know, uh, and it moves. Yeah. And I was, I've never done it, because that, I don't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's just messed up. Yeah. And we are going to show you examples from someone who personally dealt with people who suffered from messing with, uh, or entangling themselves with that kind of thing. Um... We'll give you some examples out of the, this book called Between Christ and Satan by Dr. Kurt Koch. And he is a Christian counselor who saw many people who, like I, you know, repeat, I'm repeating myself. But, let's see. What's the examples to read? Oh, I, I can, I'm going to edit it, so. Yeah, there were a lot of, uh crazy stories Mike read to me the other day and I think you guys should know about him so you could stay away we're trying to inform this is uh, example 8 out of the book a 16 year old girl went to a card laying fortune teller She wanted to know how long she would have to wait until she met her future husband. The woman looked at her closely and said, Your brother had a serious motorcycle accident a year ago. Is that true? Yes, replied the girl. Your mother has heart trouble. Is that true? Again, yes. At your present, you are not getting on well with your father. Is that true? Yes, but how do you know all this? From the cards. In reality, the woman possessed the rare, rare ability of telepathy and therefore had read these statements from the girl. By now, though, the young client had come to trust the fortune teller completely, so the woman went on to tell her about the future. The girl believed the ambiguous statements and inwardly set her mind on their fulfillment. In her superstition, she she fell victim to a fulfillment compulsion. It was as the Bible says, according to your faith, be it done to you. The accurate recounting of the past triggered off the psychological process of fulfillment through the subconscious. And I'll read you guys just one more example before we, before we move on to the next subject. But 
The Cousin is example 15 out of the book. If you'd like to read, it's on archive.org. You can just search Between Christ and Satan by Kurt Koch. Uh, K-U-R-T-K-O-C-H. And it'll pop up. A cousin of one of my classmates was working as a maid in a manse. <clears throat> one day a gypsy woman appeared at the door selling household articles. The girl refused to buy anything because the articles were so dear. Thereupon the gypsy snatched her hand in order to tell her fortune. The girl wanted to pull her hand away, but the sly woman used a psychological trick. She said, quickly, Oh, that's interesting. You will marry within two years. What girl would refuse to listen when marriage is mentioned? She now willingly let the gypsy read her hand. The woman continued with her prophecy. Several men will ask you to marry them. You will marry the tallest one. In the first year of your marriage, you will become a mother. <coughs> a sip of water. You make a lot of noise and move a lot. Don't you think? When? While I'm recording. <coughs> I'm gonna edit that part out that I'm coughing. You know? Yeah, I'm just saying you don't move a lot. You move a lot. Because okay. translate in a video. Okay. My voice is like kind of cracky, so that's why. <coughs> I'm trying to make sure you can pick it up. In the first, no. But I see your lifeline stops quite suddenly. You will die during the birth of your first child. Before going on, I will briefly point out the character of this particular piece of fortune telling. One certainly needs no prophetic ability to say that a pretty girl will marry soon. It is also not necessary to be a prophet to say that she would give birth to a child in the first year of her marriage. Also, the reference to death at the end of the piece of fortune-telling was no more than an act of vengeance on the part of the gypsy because the girl had bought nothing from her. But did the words of the gypsy come true? It so happened that several suitors did appear in the following two years. The girl was already under the influence of the prophecy, and she consequently married the tallest one. During the first year of their marriage, she became pregnant. As the time of the delivery grew closer, her fear increased proportionally. She struggled against the evil prophecy. Her relatives, and especially her husband, tried to persuade her not to believe the nonsense, but they were unsuccessful. The young woman did not have a strong enough faith to counteract the superstition. She had a normal delivery, but several days later she developed a high fever. The doctor could find no organic cause for this fever at all. Three weeks later, after the birth of the child, the mother became mentally deranged. She was taken to a psychiatric clinic where she died three days later. Only those fam unfamiliar with the psychology of fortune-telling will speak of this as genuine prophecy. In all probability, it was only suggestion. We know from the mission fields that the heathen natives are in complete subjection to the prophecies, quote-unquote, of their medicine men and witch doctors. If a tribal magician predicts the death of a member of the tribe, then the prediction is soon fulfilled. This is called the psychological phenomenon of thanatomania, the death wish. Death by suggestion exists not only among primitive people, but also among civilized Europeans. In this connection, the Americans have made experiments on convicts that have produced positive results. A man who had been sentenced to death was blindfolded. 
He was then told that he was to die by having the main artery of his neck open, and that in one minute he would be dead. The skin of his neck was superficially scratched, and at the same time a water tap was turned on nearby. The convict felt the cut and heard the water pouring out. Within a minute, he had lost consciousness. The experiment had been a success. So, all that to say that when when anyone dabbles with, you know, whether they know about it or not, with tarot cards, palm reading, anything of that nature, even astrology, like Aquarius, all that stuff, right? that's opening a door to even if as even if it's the most fraudulent it could possibly be and as much of a joke as someone could think it would be it still leads them into that possibility of suggestion yeah right well if someone thinks it's a complete joke then they wouldn't even go to it but someone who goes to it and still thinks it might be a joke they might still subconsciously be like oh but that's that might be real that might like and then they're that might not be what you want at all and now your entire life is basically thrown in a ditch and I will just to demonstrate that more poignantly I'll just read one more short example from the book example 11 for many years a Christian university graduate practiced card laying for himself his family and fellow members of his church after his death his wife became an alcoholic Her whole pension was used on drink. Her house was decorated by a host of bottles. In addition to this, the woman started to engage in white magic and thus continued in the occult tradition of her husband. The daughter, in turn, followed in the footsteps of her parents. She, she too, was caught up in the superstitious customs of her mother. When the girl was 17 years old, she became mentally ill and was committed to an asylum. Magic and superstition had destroyed the whole family. So... That's why we bring this up, because you'll never see it in that context. You'll see it with neon lights, and I even saw a tarot reader slash comedian. So yeah. it's in our, it's, it's sunk, it's, it has its claws in our culture, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. And people need to know yeah. that that's not, I mean, no one thinks it's a joke. The whole air about it and around it is that it's not a joke. Yeah. The only people that would fall for it are people who know it's not a joke and want it, and people who think it might be a joke. But think think twice, because it's always been around. Yeah. And if you like, read the book for yourself, there's hundreds of examples of people's lives being destroyed by just even messing with it once. Yeah. So I'm not saying that's going to happen to you, or that if you have, your life is over. And I'm not saying that. You can be delivered at the end of the book. There's many examples of people being delivered from those dis- disabilities that they got from messing with that stuff. So, Yeah. I know it sounds crazy, but wait five years and go back to this episode and you guys will see when everyone's like doing tarot cards at like f- at when they're having people over. Like, it's, po- it's getting more popular and in other cultures, that's very popular yeah and especially in california where i lived for a few years it was very popular there so it's the center of it (laughs) yeah and i can see it would branch out because the church isn't 
but you know, I hope we're there to stop it, but yeah, we have that's what we're trying to do right now by informing people. We don't stop by force, we will inform people of the truth, they can take it or leave it. You know? Absolutely, but what were you gonna say? Oh, I was gonna say, touche. Oh. And I guess a segue into the next subject would be that we bring that stuff up on this show um, because that is, you know, something they're never going to cover on the news. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they're not. You know? And so what is the power of, like, a gatekeeper of information? Or you could say a gate... Well, let's talk about gatekeepers of information in particular. Like, an event happens... In Yemen, let's say. Yeah. I don't know too much about Yemen. I'm not going to pretend like I do. But. waiting to get the info the scoop on what happened it and we don't even know what happened initially yeah right? so we may never even know what happened it depends on really if someone gets that info out there could be like a whistleblower kind of person who's like brave and happens to be there usually pretty rare or there's like people with press passes people who have connections you know are allowed to say certain things yeah. And if that's all that's getting to, like, the news, the mainstream news, <coughs> then, I don't know, just, I guess, take a moment to ponder on the power that they have. Yeah. Or that we let them, that they were, are allowed to have, by us giving so much weight to the information that they're giving. Because, are you following me? Yeah. <laughs> you sure? Yes. Okay. That's where alternative media comes in. But alternative media has to grow. Because right now there's hardly even any alternative media like, asking the White House questions, with all due respect, you know? Yeah. So, that's a perfect example. You don't even get to ask the question you want asked. Yeah, because I feel like even if you try, they're not going to give you the answer you're looking for. No. Which is the truth. Yeah. It's very likely, considering they're not even letting us ask in the first place. Yeah. So much for freedom of speech. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And freedom of the press. 
Well, yeah, they're probably going to take that away soon. They're working on it, it seems. <laughs> but, you know. CNN Plus failing is kind of an acid test for how media needs you to listen to them so that advertisers know that their paying is their pay is worthwhile. Yeah. And if they're not if you don't watch them, they run out of money. Bye bye. No one really cares that much. Yeah. So <laughs> Yeah. So they have they have power, but I don't, you know, I'm not flattering them. They don't have that much power cuz half the time they're lying anyways. So Yeah. It's like I'm not saying have power and like fear them. I'm saying like you know, no and they may be telling the truth, but even then, that's quite a position to be in. Yeah, plus, it's not like they're saying what they want to say. It's all scripted. It's all, you say this. Yeah, and we should be careful before, like, cementing ourselves into a position based on information that's coming to us from someone who's, like, a gatekeeper of information. Yeah. Because the people reporting... Or just reading a prompter that's probably not even written by them. Yeah. So who wrote that? And who, exactly. who read what that person wrote and edited out what they could and couldn't say? Yeah. That's what's really going on. Yeah. So it's basically just a lie. And you're being played. So <laughs> that's really pretty are. much it. You're just being played. <laughs> yeah. But you don't have to. But, you know, it's funny to watch, I guess see them like try and think we're dumb it's like we know they know we and they know that we know yeah 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 very yeah exactly yeah (laughs) yeah they uh, yeah i forget the exact quote but i'll try to find it pop it up on the screen yeah (laughs) (laughs) and someone made a a cool point about the news. Remember when I showed you the shepherd's tone? It's like, if they want your recurring business and they want you to keep tuning in, it's always going to sound like it's on the edge. Yeah. Like, it's always going to be on the brink. Yeah. And even if it is on the brink, it's just, you know, if it's, sometimes it'll be a slow news day, but... And then they're like, what can we do... To get them off their, like, butt. To get them off of their chair. And keep wanting to watch and watch. hmm Yeah. And that's a good segue. Because, um, if, like, you know, like, if your worldview was, like, a, 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 uh, a canvas, and you're given only red purple and green right and I don't if you're like an artist major and you know that like you can make a bunch of colors I'm sorry but try to stick with me here like if you're only given certain colors you know that's all you're going to be able to paint with that sounds redundant but if they're giving you the paints the paint colors of like war you know patriotism and like hatred for other nations you know, you have to actually co- add your own colors into that palette. If yeah. You're, if you're watching the news, you have to add in, you know, um, 
I'm going to try and love my neighbor. I'm going to try and, you know, be countercultural by being decent. Yeah. <laughs> and things like that. Um, because it seems like... And I hope I'm wrong. I hope I just end up looking like a total idiot right now. But it seems like we are getting ready for... Or they're getting us, like, ready for a war. Because I've seen even channels and, you know, I, I know I always say... But it's kind of a way to gauge, like, the culture. What millions of people are watching instead of the news, you know? Yeah. <laughs> instead of, like, mainstream news. And... You know, a month or two ago, the people who were against the war were kind of saying that it's useless, that we shouldn't be involved, or that, you know, Zelensky can just back out of the deal with NATO, and there would be, that would be the peace deal, right? Yeah. Or at least negotiate on those terms. But, um, it's not that they said that was wrong, but it seems like they've gotten, and people in general are getting kind of distracted by the pomp and circumstance of like, military display. Yeah. Top Gun Maverick, U.S. military ads, tolerance of hating other nations, like we said, um, and the mainstream news, many of them being tied in with the military-industrial complex, where it's, you know, military industry, it's they're they're married together. Yeah. So people make money off of militaries. Yeah. And all the ads we've been watching of military seals. And they don't make money just sitting around. Yeah. They make money going and pillaging. Yeah. So and and really it's not even the pillaging, it's the buying it's the it's the government buying the weapons. Yeah. And those some government or some people like tied up and we're getting dangerous here, but some people tied up there. Yeah. Uh, you know, also being connected to air weapons manufacturers. So they're playing both sides. Yeah. That should be 100% illegal. Yeah. But it's probably never going to be. Spoiler alert. It's probably never not going to be, at least, you know. In this generation? Yeah. Not in this, you know era yeah yeah but and there were like videos um all you remember the video those women they're like when is the war like coming when is war there were one video of like um women interviewing and they're like oh yeah when is the war when is the war you know yeah 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 they were hyped they're like, are you sending those missiles? Yeah. I'm cool with someone saying that if they're actually going to fight in the war. But yeah. if you have no intention of fighting in the war, I'm, sure. you know, I'm preaching to the choir right now. Everyone yeah. knows that. Even they know that. Yeah. <laughs> you cannot know that. Yeah. But money can probably... I mean, I've never had millions of dollars flashed in my face. I'd like to think, Yeah. you know... I wouldn't sell out my entire country. Yeah. You know, for a meaningless war. And if it had meaning, that's a totally different story. You know, yeah. World War Two. Uh, no. You're not going to, like, you know, no. 
Yeah. I'm not even going to go into detail. Yeah. But that's not going to happen. Crimes against humanity are fine to stop. But, uh... Yeah, I mean... Just don't watch too much news. Yeah, you shouldn't. Give your brain a break. Yeah. Do something. Read the Bible. Go on a walk. Go have a picnic. Yeah. And I guess, you know, one way, a niche way to look at it is like, it's like, but I can't, you know, and I understand this view. It's like, I can't not watch the news because what if something happens? Right? Like, what if I miss out? What if something bad happens? There's always... Yeah, exactly. Go ahead and finish. You can finish There's always bad, something bad happening everywhere and every day. And we can't always live, you can't live like that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's not healthy for your health and your mental being. And you just, you need, your body needs a break. Your brain needs a break. Yeah. And... And this kingdom, which by this kingdom I mean all the world, you know, and all its kingdoms. It's just... Yeah. It's not one you want to put... It's not a basket you want to put your eggs in. Yeah. It's going to fail. And even if it's if it's political in any way. Yeah. You know, it's... I understand, like, fighting for a righteous cause or not physically fighting. You know, that's dumb. I don't think that's... We fight spiritual battles, not physical battles. Yeah. We wrestle not with flesh and blood. Plus, I also have to emphasize that, because nowadays people are, like, ready to revolt at, like, the drop of a hat. Yep. And that's going to create, if that happened, it would just create another government with more sinful human beings. And then it may be cool, but there's going to be other issues, and it's, because it's deeper than that. Yeah. And there's another under the sun everything is the same but under heaven there's a whole other dimension of things going on individual souls being saved or not and people you know having their faith tested and things like that yeah that's kind of what it's actually about yeah so we'll leave it on that note I guess yeah (laughs) it's getting late thank you guys um don't forget to subscribe Follow us, um, tell your friends, um, and that I hope everyone is staying safe and healthy, and have a good night, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye, guys.